Let's-a-go! Uh, hello and welcome to one of many extra credit shorts, and this is our dramatic lead-up to episode 100. Um, Dr. A found something extremely special, uh, and I am not going to take the thrill of presenting it away from her. Go right ahead. Yep. Um, recently I have been made aware of a lot of conspiracy-theories about Super Mario 64, and upon looking upon them, I have discovered a long Twitter thread that is titled, Super Mario 64 is a free messianic and illuminous digital ritual. Yeah, so this is effectively like my birthday. Um, I... Love conspiracy shit, Freemason stuff is great, and uh, SM64 is a fantastic game. Do you mind if I uh, just kick things right off? Yep, go ahead. The game begins in this Masonic hall. There is the checkerboard floor, symbolic of the world of polarized opposites, the physical world on which the ritual is based. There is also a solar disk, red carpet, and the hall is three layers. The coins in this game are actually pentacles. They are the coins from tarot and occult symbolism. In this realm, you play the role of a Mercury-type character traveling into the Earth and between the realms. And I can already hear people writing in to say Mario actually only travels into the Earth uh, if you backwards long jump repeatedly uh, on the right level geometry. Uh, yep. We will get more into the Hermes representation, don't worry. The first map is a trail that winds up a giant mountain with obstacles along the way. This is an extremely common occult image found, for example, in Rosicrucianism. At the top of this mountain is usually some regal symbol that embodies divinity. And of course, at the top of this mountain is a king whom Mario battles and dethrones. This is maybe the most compelling piece of evidence this person has. Uh, it, it is easy to see, uh, given the, the old art they've dug up from somewhere, of Rosicrucian imagery, um, it says 1604 at the bottom of the image. Um, I, I can totally see how you get uh, Bob on Battlefield from this image a little bit. Yeah. I, I got excited when you showed this to me because when I got this far in, I was like, maybe they're onto something. Uh, I, I want to believe. I, there's just never a good reason. And as we all know, in years past, the only way you could dethrone a king is to throw them off a cliff. Well, if you throw them off the cliff, they, they will spring back onto the cliff and accuse you of having cheated. Um, you have to throw a king on their ass three times in succession. The second level is a floating world. Japan has essentially been under nefarious Illuminati-esque control for some time. Uh, Nintendo began as a company that made cards that some used for divination. I don't... I don't know if anybody is... Yeah, they started as a... I forgot what type of card. It's a uh, Hanafuda. It's it's uh, it was kind of a stand-in for gambling, which was illegal at the time. It was a, yeah. a technical way around it. I mean, technically, you can use any cards for gamble or divination if you try hard yeah, enough. Yeah, that's true. Ah, uh, the Ace of Spades in reverse. <laughs> you are to meet with an ill fortune. According to this uh, card of draw four, you will find four people <laughs> in your life to kill you, or something, I don't know. Among whom there may be a dramatic reversal. This floating world symbolism must be viewed in that context. Games are this new world. There is then a picture of Womp's Fortress, alongside the Wikipedia article for Ukiyo, the floating world. In this level, 
Mario meets an owl. The owl instructs you to look into his shadow. Owl is probably the most classic secret society symbol. Is on Dollar Bill. He's on Dollar Bill! You know Dollar Bill. Associated with Athena, etc. Yeah, most speedrunners can do this level without invoking Moloch, which is pretty cool. This owl ride drops you onto a caged island. You must consider that groups like Skull and Bones do ritual magic with each <laughs> other. Of course, they would think millions of people enacting these archetypical and specific situations could affect this psyche slash something collective. I mean, what an incredible leap. In free messianic rituals, they will put you into a coffin and have you enact your own death. <laughs> That's not a lot of room to enact my death. Oh, in the coffin? Yeah, there's. it's a limited audience, you know, unless it's like an open casket thing. In the next level, Mario descends into a sunken pirate ship, descending into the depths of the water and coming back up again. Pirates, as the theme, is also symbolic. Of what? Well, the Knights Templar are one link in the chain of secret societies according to their own mythology. This doesn't sound like it's about pirates. Well, after the Knights Templar were forced to go underground, their navy went underground as well and re-emerged as the sudden ubiquitous far rogue pirate ships. Faux rogue? Faux rogue. The pirate ship flag with the skull and bones is actually the skull of Jacques de Molay and his two thigh bones that the other knights failed to find when they came to collect his bones after his execution. This is why one reason why pirate stuff is pushed by Hollywood so hard. To reinforce the Templar? Uh, yeah, what? duh. What is it? Uh, one thing I don't get about a, a lot of uh, conspiracies based around, oh, they're injecting this symbolism to sway the minds of the public, is that you have to do so much background research to draw a line between the skull and bones, which is uh, like widespread enough that like nobody would really do any digging on it, and this probably incorrect story about Jacques de Molay, like, I, uh, this is, it's wild. Games like this will often feature a pirate level for this reason. As an illusion to this, it is also forcing you to perform a mock baptism of yourself in the digital water. So good. Mario never starts in the water in any of these water levels. He submerges himself every time. Moving on. Uh, next up is this snow mountain level. Just gonna cut to the chase. The elite use certain concepts like the popular idea of Antarctica to delude people and keep them in the dark about reality. Parentheses. Antarctica is not what most people think. <laughs> what is Antarctica then? Oh man, it's gotta be. Uh, so that sounds like probably flat Earth related, because um, a lot of the flat Earthers think that like Antarctica is the base of operations from which they're like obfuscating the true shape of the world. I don't know. I it's hard to draw a bead on this. Things like this are mocking you, basically. There's this star where a snowman loses his head. The main mystery Babylon, quote-unquote, dark religion myth is that of Osiris, mainly him being dismembered and Isis questing for his body parts. You will often see allusions to this theme in rituals. Uh, obelisks are the missing phallus of Osiris. Uh, I can't believe we got Snowman his dick back. Yeah, uh... Yeah, returning the snowman's missing dick was one of the early charming moments playing Mario 64 as a kid, for sure. I also, I, there's no real good place to mention this, but I want to interject 
that the idea of Mario 64, a game in which a lot of the point is that there's a hub world and no real set order in which to complete levels or objectives, being a parallel for a ritual, which by its definition needs to be conducted in a, a certain way, like, just the, the core of the premise does not hold up. It, it's falling apart at, at the seams. What a great find. So far, we have been through the Grand Hall, climbed a mountain, and killed a king. An owl dropped us in a cage. We were submerged in water, and we found a severed head and rebuilt a body. After this, Mario descends into the basement for the next part of the ritual. And at this point, they say, going to continue this thread right now, just making some white tea. I mean, the only tea here cool. is this spicy information we're getting. Am I right, fellas? Yeah, yeah. I'm making a cup of tea and spilling a pot of it all over Mario. Mario proceeds down a long hallway into a courtyard. It actually, I hate to, uh, I, I think that sometimes it's not worth pointing out typos or whatever, but it does say Mario processes down a long hallway. Mario slowly, methodically goes down the hallway, looking at each brick, and goes, huh, this is a, this is a nice castle. No, it's just his code. It's executing the processes of Mario down a long hallway. This is Mario moving into a special niche altar, <laughs> located in a certain cardinal direction set aside from the main temple. He is in the shadow behind the castle, and in the center of this courtyard is this sculpture. It is a fucking star on a pedestal. Yeah, it's the uh, fountain statue that I'm sure anybody who has played SM64 will remember. Uh, the little Ella's Real inscription that was very fun to speculate about Luigi's presence. And we will get to that, but in the meantime, inside a small baptismal fountain... We'll, wait, we'll get to Ella's Real? Well, we are where we not. Who knows? Oh, wait. shit. Oh, man. Okay, please continue. But inside a small baptismal fountain... Parentheses, eight sides, <laughs> is a star set on top of a pyramid that's missing its top. Pyramids with missing capstone is another messianic symbol, i.e. on the dollar and on certain buildings. And the building they chose to show this on is the giant pyramid bass pro shop. <laughs> I didn't even realize that was a bass pro shop. <laughs> I am I'm so positive this is going to come up again during the desert level where like the top of the pyramid explicitly spins off and explodes so you can go inside of it. The missing capstone is the missing phallus of Osiris. Mentioned this before, but when Osiris was <laughs> killed and dismembered, parentheses, Kapai's brother, his wife had to go find all his parts. I, I I'm gonna be honest, I never read whatever story Osiris is in, but wild. We, we can take this as read. I'm sure this is all uh, exactly as, as expressed in the mythology. She couldn't find the phallus and instead crafted one of gold so she could remake him. Damn, my man Osiris got a glow up. <laughs> uh, this is what the obelisk is in Mystery Babylon slash Masonic symbolism. The missing capstone is also this missing piece, the lost quote-unquote word of Freemasonry. When Isis finds this piece, she can conceive her son Horus from the newly remade Osiris. Anyway, on this plaque it says something. Most people think it says El is real, and then a number. <laughs> Fuck, I wouldn't really believe this, but apparently some guy wrote a letter to Nintendo, and the letter calls it the El is real message, but says it's just a meaningless joke that they put in for no reason. Um... And if you haven't read that letter, uh, the Nintendo rep basically did say that they just thought it would be funny to put it in to watch people scratch their heads over it. Like, that—that that is the whole 
deal with the statue. Hmm, L is real. That's interesting. What could the number be? These groups often use a different dating system. C-A-L, literally Anolusis in the pic. Uh, honestly, wouldn't normally speculate on something like this. I don't believe you. But thought the letter was interesting, if real. Um, and there is a screenshot of a plaque that was laid by the Freemasons of Nebraska and the Wikipedia article for Anolusis. And I, I guess then we go on to Boo's Big Haunt. Please take it away. In this level, Mario descends into the world of the dead, parentheses, Boo's Mansion. Okay, it is called Boo's Big Haunt, but go off. In the secret society rituals I am discussing, you are killed in some symbolic way, often locked in a coffin or something, and then you are reborn newly as a member of the organization or initiated group. Yeah, you're like a cult moth. In this level, there are enemies that are big eyes that watch you. There is also a boss who is a giant eye. To kill him, you have to let him watch you and then circumambulate him. <laughs> they clearly meant uh, circumnavigate and combined it with the word ambulate to just invent something that may technically be a word, circumambulate. If that's a word, then circumambulation, parentheses, walking around something, is a pagan form of worship. Okay, so that's where he got it. Alright, cool. In this level, you also have to run underneath these coffins right after circling the giant eye. Can see in the background of the above pick. In groups like Skull and Bones, you are locked into a coffin. Once again, let's just remind you. Now Mario descends to the lowest point in the castle. He heads far down and walks through a hall with these torch lights. This is a processional subterranean hall. There are pools of water and more masonic. Oh. Parentheses, checkerboard, flooring. It's processional, so that's that's why you would process down it. Mario just keeps processing. This painting hangs at the end of a hall, and it is the painting for Letha Lava Land. Yeah, the little uh, uh, menacing face made out of fire. The one that if you look at it, kind of like is going... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you put anything vaguely menacing in a game like this, and it befalls this fate, uh, or like, you know, that person who was critically analyzing the Spyro trilogy. It's just like bait for these people. It's an evil face! But the thing is, we mentioned this, but we're not going to this level yet. But you have to pass this pain to get to where you're going. Who is this? <laughs> it's not Bowser. And this enemy doesn't exist on this level or anywhere in this game. Guess it's just a random fire demon or something they made up for no reason. Re of all the things you're gonna drill into and overthink, this is... You're, you're thinking this one is random and without meaning? The presence of pirates is deep symbolism undertaken by Hollywood to subtly invest in all of us the principles of Masonic, and then this is just fire, I guess. Uh, it's a fire demon or something, I don't know. Or something, who could say. The other place you can go before getting into the next level is another small hall. No word about its processing or lack thereof that leads you into a small room with two pillars just sitting there. In the game, you hit these pillars. Um, you don't. Oh, 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 it's talking about the ones that you ground pound. Okay, okay. I thought it was talking about the one that just looks like a plain wall. These are the twin pillars Boaz and Joaquin from Solomon's Temple, used in all occult stuff. 
Uh, and then there is an excerpt from, that is just a screenshot from Wikipedia. It says, according to the Bible, Boaz and Joaquin were two copper, brass, or bronze pillars which stood on the porch of Solomon's temple, the first temple in Jerusalem. They are sometimes used as Freemasonry, as symbols in Freemasonry and tarot. The game calls them the pillars, and there is then a screenshot of the sign that reads, it is decreed that one shall pound the pillars. So I always found that kind of cute and charming, the way that that's written, but seeing it feed into this theory is giving me some degree of pause. The next level is a cave. Mario was just in Death World, now he's going into this cave? Another classically symbolic and archetypical place fitting with the death and rebirth theme of this stage? To enter this level, you must immerse yourself in this pool. What is this liquid? It just, it just looks cool. Yeah. But no, this is the same hyper-smooth, hyper-fluid, metallic texture we see on Mario when he gets the metal cap. It's not metal like steel, it's almost like liquid metal. This is Quicksilver. Mm also known as Mercury. When Mario gets the metal cap, he literally becomes the alchemical Mercury. Oh yeah, that's why he moves around like uh, Alex Mack and just kind of goops around on stuff. This is obviously the metal that Mario Mario is based on. It's pretty counterintuitive to use Quicksilver for a metal character like this because it possesses none of the qualities we associate with metal. Parentheses, it's liquid, soft, malleable. It only makes sense in this symbolic context. Or, or, it could be that the N64 didn't really have that good textures because they can only use 32 by 32 pixels and they're like let's just make it shiny people know that's metal yeah yeah it, it could be that they were just trying to rec make it recognizably metallic no it's a it, it's a symbol when mario gets the red cap he becomes the mythological mercury holy shit for a long time, people knew that when they were seeing an image of a man with a winged hat, they were looking at an image of Mercury or Hermes, obviously. It just says obvious. <laughs> and then there are several pictures of Mario with the wing cap adjacent to Hermes. Um, I do really hate it when you're trying to unlock the wing cap and the camera keeps clipping into your caduceus. Uh, that, that for me was the hardest part of that stage. Nintendo actually has very specific rules about including religious imagery in games. Pagan stuff in the Roman sense is specifically allowed and they break these rules for certain games like Zelda. This is interesting, but don't want to detour too hard into this at the time. Why Mercury? Mercury is the pagan god and cabalistic slash occult force or energy that is all about navigating between the realms or traveling between worlds. Uh, god. He can go below into the subterranean layers and up into the celestial realms. He is a messenger of the gods. This doesn't necessarily mean these people even believe in a god called Mercury. In most occult work, it is much more loose, and concepts like this are... I don't know why loose is in quotation marks there. It just... it means exactly what it means. Um, and concepts like this are used as energetic and informational anchors. For example, you can see Mercury on this Tree of Life chart. It's number eight, H-O-D. Uh, anyone playing Conspiracy Theorist Bingo at home, please mark off Sephira slash Tree of Life from your sheet. Uh, the precedent for using a game like this as a dramatic ritual, which I will stress again, need be completed in no specific order, is extremely well documented. For example, in Golden Dawn style magic, which informs basically all modern occult work in some way, they play Rosicrucian chess, or Enochian chess, which is a uh, half game, half ritual magic. <laughs> 
you know, just... It's boring sometimes when you sit down to cast a spell. It's boring as fuck, and you can't speedrun a sacrifice, so... Yeah, it uh, sucks when they introduce the um, four-dimensional economy chest. That shit sucks. It takes so long. <laughs> yeah, the regular Enochian chest was bad enough. Um, God, I wish there were a speedrun category for Super Mario 64 called, like, Enlightenment Percent. I think that's just called turning the game off. Damn, holy shit, going hard against speedrunners in this weird bonus episode. I'm, I'm here for it. Books like Liber Null and Psychonaut discuss using technology and ritual magic. Plus, these ideas are just a crystallization of occult concepts that have existed in the dark arts for a long time. Like platforming. Yeah, I mean, what kind of dark masonry imageries do you think um, Bubsy 3D has? Oh, I, I don't think anybody... I think only Ululilia is privy to those dark secrets. I, I think uh, everybody else who has approached that game from an arcane perspective has found it too intolerable to continue their research. In the above picture... Hey, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. How many rituals, on average, do you think contain uh, a lot of audio that's just like, Hoo! Woohoo! Yahaha! How many Mario games have there been? Oh, those are all rituals? Oh god, the long yes. con. We've been in it from the start. You don't want to know the rituals they do in um, Sunshine. I kind of do. <laughs> if you have another thread pulled up, I, I've got all night. But in the above pick, Yeet's wife says a game was used to initiate her. That was last century. Got him. Uh, and then they, they take another break. They say, gonna work for a while and pick this up again later. Uh, who is this person tweeting, by the way? Uh, their name is Owen Cyclops, Owen Broadcast, uh, Christian uh, Cross, Illustrator, Mystic Idiot, See My Vibe, um, whole bunch of other stuff. Okay, so they've, they've kind of, you know, they're keeping busy. They've got a, a finger yep. in a lot of pies. And uh, that broadcaster, they have a Patreon. The presence of broadcaster makes me think that uh, maybe this is a, a contemporary of ours, somebody that we share a, a medium space with. And the level behind a quick silver gate is called Hazy Maze Cave. It is a subterranean labyrinth. The doors have a single large eye on them. First pick. Part of the labyrinth is full of a yellow spoke that chokes Mario. What is this? Uh, the door is kind of an interesting thing to point out. I actually had never really thought about the design on them, but I, I had always assumed that it was like a sun and stars. Like, that's that's what that looks like to me. But, I mean, it is a weird design. Like, that that I guess that's the thing. There is just enough weird bullshit going on in, like, uh, Rosicrucian mythology or in Masonic canards and whatever. And just enough, like, weird classic game stuff, like, you know, the era of games when not everything had to make sense. There are just enough threads dangling on either side of that for somebody to attempt to tie this together. And it's not quite getting there, but I respect the hustle. The door is weird. Uh, props to this person for pointing that out. But we need to know, what is this? This choking fog is sulfur. Of course. Sulfur is this yellow color and releases this toxic yellow hazy smoke. Brimstone, as in fire and brimstone, is an archaic word for sulfur. Sulfur has always been associated with the devil and hell. Sulfur, smoke, and sulfur. You will notice that the Leviathan Cross, satanic image, somewhat popular now, is actually the alchemical symbol for sulfur. <laughs> I'm sure there's that's completely unrelated. <laughs> sulfur is also symbolic in alchemy 
as one of the three primes, one of the three substances that all things are composed of. Sulfur is the spirit, but more accurately is the omnipresent spirit of life, an omnipresent potentiality present in the universe. You know, the Holy Trinity, like, speaking of somebody outside of this faith, I think the Holy Trinity is usually hard for people to wrap their heads around, so I think the next time somebody asks what exactly the Holy Ghost is, I'm just gonna say that it's sulfur, and uh, leave it on an even more confusing note. Well, actually, in that case, the three are mercury, mind, salt, oh. base of matter or body, and three, sulfur, spirit. I, every time I try to, like, style on this guy or get a little creative, it turns out he's just thought of every angle. <laughs> just exhaustive report on the alchemical properties of Mario 64. In encoded images, both literary and artistic, the mushroom was used as a symbol of this omnipresent spirit of life. As they seem to arise from nothing, this is what Toad is. The race of mushroom men is symbolic of this super-physical power. You gather these mushrooms in the castle. In this level, you also ride this creature. They make you ride a beast. The beast circles a small island. Um, Aren't they rude to Dor Dorfy? Dor it's Dory, yeah. Dory. And I'll point, I'll point out again that speedrunners don't need to do this part of the ritual. Uh, Dory skip thankfully cuts down on your occult exposure when you're playing through Hazy Maze Cave. Yeah, it, obviously. You know, I was a little rude to speedrunners. Obviously, speedrunners are the most holy of us. They it's skip true, past yeah. All of this devil worship and just get to the end. Well, the most holy of us never owned an N64, clearly. But of the people who have played Mario 64, none are on a more pious echelon than those among us who speedrun, and we do salute you. Uh, both Dr. A, myself, uh, and extra credit the show, salute speedrunning, the institution. Next up, we have this lava level behind this devil painting. Obviously, hell, note the eye enemy. He also fights these uniquely double-horned enemies here and has to throw himself into a volcano. Ritual, symbolic, death in the underworld. Um, I'm at least able to follow the logical lines of this more than the Spyro person, but I'm not sure if that is something I should be worried about. Uh, this level also has an image of Bowser's face being cut up and rearranged that Mario is forced to walk over. <laughs> this is classic MKUltra-style imagery. <laughs> Split that. Alright, that's another one for your bingo cards at home, folks. <laughs> we can cross off MKUltra. This is classic MKUltra-style imagery. Split face plus fractured face and body imagery indicate breakdown of the psyche, exactly what is happening at this stage of the ritual. Oh no, is Bowser getting his psyche, like, all fucked with? I certainly am. I, I think that at this point in the ritual, my own psyche is breaking down significantly. <laughs> and at this point, we take another small pause. No reason, just... It's, it's self-care. Self-care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next level, the last real... Chthonic. Chthonic slash subterranean death level is this desert. The desert in Western occult is the abyss that the adept must cross. It is like the chasm of death. In occult cabal, mm -hmm. the path connecting Tiboreth and Kether is Gimel, a camel crossing this abyss. Uh, and there is then another stock image of the Tree of Life juxtaposed against the Pyramid. Um, hell yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, we're, we're coming up on the called shot for the Pyramid. Um, you can see in this screenshot that the Pyramid is surrounded by four pillars and there are black cubes outside. The Pyramid has a star in the top, so there is a light in the capstone of this Pyramid. 
Jesus Christ, I can't believe that's technically correct. Black Cube's outside. Black Cube is something you'll have to look into on your own. <laughs> yeah. My man, my my person is out here giving us all this free information. He can't give us everything. It's you have dangerous. to show some initiative to look up stuff on your own, you lazy piece of shit. Oh, it's okay. He he is uh, equating it to the Black Rock, um, and there are then a bunch of, uh, if I had to guess, deeply anti-Semitic <laughs> references to 9/11. Um, in this stage, Mario removes the capstone of the pyramid and goes inside. In the elite's mythology about themselves, teachers like Plato and Pythagoras went to the pyramids and were initiated inside into ancient mystery religion. This is part of why they use Egyptian symbolism. Inside this pyramid, Mario confronts another all-seeing eye boss. This time, the eye is in the center of a giant hand, uh, but there are two of them, which kind of fucks up uh, a little bit of this. This is the last real subterranean level. After the underground labyrinth and hell, Mario again, er, Mario crosses the desert and goes into the pyramid. Last level before Mario goes into the higher level of the castle is Dire Dire Docks. If you remember this level, you're a fucking 90s kid, eh? <laughs> Smash that motherfucking like button if you remember Dunkaroos and the war in Iraq or something, I don't know. Damn, anybody ever clear Dire Dire Docks whilst playing Skip It? If you remember, but yeah, if you remember this level, it's kind of weird that you start floating in the air and are dropped into the water. That is actually not correct. You start on the beach. No, you're thinking of uh, Jolly Roger Bay. Dire Dire Docks does uh, drop you into the water from above. Whoops. Don't email us. <laughs> you don't anyway, it's fine. But yeah, you start floating in the air and are dropped into the water. And the level is oddly designed, so you have to swim under and come up elsewhere. That's the point of this level. That's also why it comes after these other levels, despite appearing earlier on the map. You've done the death-based ritual initiation downstairs, and now you wash yourself clean of it, a kind of baptism to cement this. This entrance is a water wall. How many baptisms do we have to do? <laughs> it does seem like we have gone through several levels of Mario's existence. Um, now Mario goes into the higher levels of the castle. These levels are all much lighter and brighter than the levels we have just seen. The game itself has the classic pagan, shamanic, platonic, threefold world structure of celestial realm above, earth, then underworld below. Now, to get to the next level... So, TikTok Clock is heaven? I don't know about that, but we may... To get to the next level, the first level you access after this new part of the castle, after you left the symbolic death below, you are forced to look into this mirror and observe for the first time the camera that has apparently been watching you over the whole game. That's a fucking lie. You see it when you first enter the castle, you walk towards the bridge, and he's like, hey, I'm you. I'm here to explain, like, I know this is your first 3D game, you don't know what the fuck a camera is, so... No, that's, but that's what I'm saying. If this person is a speedrunner, then they have mastered Lakitu Skip, and they're not subject to that cutscene. So, for for the anointed uh, God's Chosen, this is their first encounter with Lakitu. And some would argue that because of this, perhaps the first Lakitu was a, a false Lakitu, some sort of cloudy deceiver. Um, <laughs> I love I love how often this author says forced uh, when it's just something that you do to progress in the game. 
I, I like imagining them playing Mega Man and uh, I was forced to shoot Woodman. Like, this, nothing stayed my hand. I, I had no choice. I'm so sorry. I was forced to look into this mirror and observe. Also, you're not. You can skip this level. But this guy, this dude, is introduced for a second when the game starts. Also, no, he that's yeah. a fucking long cut. Well, yeah, relatively it's, it's a, long. It's annoying to mash through. Yeah. But this is the first time you see him during gameplay, and the game forces you to notice and <laughs> passively interact with him. This is breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> Look at him! Acknowledge him! <laughs> <laughs> just looking at him, he's like, he doesn't even look like he's enjoying it. He's like, Ugh. Yeah, just grabbing Mario's, like, chin in the palm of your hand and, like, forcing look him to stare at Lakitu. Look what you've done! <laughs> and reminding oh, the player that they are being observed. A clockwork wampa fruit. A dramatic ritual does not require observers, but these people believe that the effects can be greatly enhanced when others are involved, even passively as observers. This is the power that they seek to harness by encoding these themes into media and have millions partake of them. But you're already observing, right? Like, if you're playing, like, there's a guaranteed audience, because somebody has to control Mario. Mm, okay, go on. But entering this level, we haven't even mentioned what level we're talking about. <laughs> Mario is requires Mario to essentially trust the unseen and to jump directly into this wall. Parentheses, he can only see the painting in the mirror. Mario is now an initiated and will be privy to secret, occult powers, hidden machinations, etc. How can the ice level be real if our eyes aren't real? Pause one more time. To go further, I'd have to mention a few things that are a little too controversial for me. Just to drop in just a popular thread. Plus, if the point is- Wait, hang on, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Was this a popular thread? Uh, not really. It's got like 817 retweets and comments and one point. It's- Okay, okay. Uh, Those are junior league numbers. I, I say with my roughly 100 followers. To go further, I'd have to mention a few things that are a little too controversial for me to just drop into a popular thread. Plus, if the point is for people to think about it, it's kind of cooler to leave it undone, so I'll wrap this up with just a few cues and thoughts for the mind. Yeah, I don't want to give the whole thing away. There are some things that are a little too sensitive for uh, Twitter. Uh, you will have to sub to me on band.video to access my full Let's Play of Super Mario 64. It is a 120 star run. Um, it's not a speed run, because I, I can't do bob -omb Clip. So, some questions... Maybe bob -omb Clip. Oh my god, does bob -omb Clip represent transcending the world of the material by eschewing the arms of mortals? We'd have to ask a speedrunner. I think somebody else would need I to mean, weigh in. I mean, to be honest, they didn't, they didn't mention half of the levels in this game. No, they've, they've been pretty thorough so far. I think I think each level has at least gotten a nod. Oh, you know what? We didn't do... Uh, weirdly enough, it, this seems like it would be uh, prime, uh, fertile ground for this sort of uh, uh, bullshit, but we didn't touch on any of the Bowser stages, uh, and we also didn't address jumping into an image of Princess Peach to participate in a fun slide. Uh, which I only phrase that way because 
How are you not reading some imagery into that? <laughs> but now we have some cues, or as losers call them, questions. Does Mario circum- Oh, hold on a second, is this a fucking word? <laughs> it's circumambulate again, I'm pretty sure it's a word. It is point. actually a word. Like, Just say, does Mario walk around anything else? Just say it like that. You it's ac it's actually shorter to do. Uh, wait, 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 hang on. Circumambulate, walk around. It is shorter in both a uh, character count and syllable sense. Someone just had to bust out the fucking Theosaurus for that shit. Circumambulate is over, party. Get it trending. What is it? And it shows the um, giant snowman from level I can't remember the name of. Uh, Snowman's Land, I believe. Yeah. Does Mario get powers in these levels? What are they? Are there other powers in this game? This person's just giving up. <laughs> Here's all the other things I could have read too much into if I had had more time or had not run out of white tea. Where else do you see these occult powers? Like, not in the game. You see them elsewhere. Yeah, where, where else do you see somebody turn, put on a hat that turns them invisible? Later level, no name given, has a monkey at the top of a mountain. What does the monkey represent in the modern social consciousness? As <laughs> in, what do most people think of when they think of a monkey? I will answer that, obviously, trans rights. <laughs> you got it in one. There's the, there's the flood level, where you're forced to flood and unflood a city, and a rainbow level where the whole level is a giant rainbow. Oh, I see, it's the arc. <laughs> I get it now. I, all, it's all coming together. The last level also requires you to ride this rainbow through a floating building that has the Masonic floor, a table covered in pentacle coins, and a small furnace. What is this room? Uh, that's them asking, even though I also think that's a valid question. Yeah. There's a lot of things in Super Mario that's kind of a little questionable. Yeah, but this isn't. I mean, like, I, I feel like the explanations for the things that we're not sure about are have to be so much more mundane than something like this. It's probably just, oh, we dialect cool. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, this was a test room that we were trying to work on the jumping physics in, and then we just plopped it in this level because it kind of looked neat. Uh, lastly, spoiler, if you never beat the game, um, which, you know, turn off the episode, frankly, if that's the case. What are you doing with your life? The last thing you do is meet Yoshi on the roof of the castle. Many have correctly pointed out that Yoshi is like a dragon and is serpentine. This is true, but consider that Yoshi is specifically not a dragon, he is a dinosaur. Uh, that's why you collect dragon coins in the- oh shit, wait. Similar to the monkey, ask yourself what dinosaurs represent in the popular consciousness and how they fit into the <laughs> themes here. Specifically, if you think about how it relates to the floating islands idea presented above and other things, you might see what I'm saying. And here's a photo of Yoshi holding a mushroom. He's looking kinda happy. And he's got black black shoes, shell, and spines for whatever reason. Anyway, that's it. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And Mario's now jumping into the messianic thing of Womp's Fortress. And thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Hope you're well. Stay safe. Bye. BLP.IT.